and welcome to the Insatiable Appetite. My name is Renee Wheeler. I'm a senior consultant here at the Hartman Group, and I am joined by my colleague, Danielle Kleiner-Cantor. Hey, Renee. Glad to be here. So today we're going to be discussing both young kids and teen eating occasions as a follow-up to our most recent podcast on kids eating trends. Yeah, and a bit of background for those of you who aren't familiar with the Hartman Group's Eating Occasions proprietary database. This is an online survey in which we field three times per year in the spring and summer and fall. And we're capturing everything that the respondent had to eat and drink in the past 24 hours, followed by a deep dive into one to two of those occasions, including where the occasion took place, who was present, when did they decide what to have, what cooking methods, if any, were involved, where did they source the food and beverage on that occasion, and what the need states driving their decisions were, just, just to name a few. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you've listened to previous Eating Occasion podcasts, you'll know that we've spent a lot of time talking about adult occasions. So today we're going to shift our focus to kids and we're going to discuss key differences among kids ages 0 to 12 versus teens 13 to 17 and adults. Now it's important to note that when we're talking about kid 0 to 12 occasions, these are occasions reported by their parents. So all of the needs that we're going to reference today are from the parent's perspective and not the child's. Now for teens, we capture self-reported occasions. So the need states for teens are from their own personal perspective on any given occasion. And today we're going to revisit the four key macro drivers influencing kids' food and beverage choices, which two of our analysts discussed on our last podcast and how they're impacting kids and teens eating occasions. So specifically, we're going to talk about aspects of our lives that are morphing who we live with, how we spend our time, how we live, and the things we value. Kids are caught up in the same tides of cultural change as their parents, and acknowledging these macro dynamic shifts is essential to understanding kids' eating culture and occasions today. Now, to start, who we are is shifting. You know, kids are growing up in a diverse array of households. That nuclear family with 2.4 children is now just one of many models. So as multicultural and even multi-generational households are on the rise, children are growing up with a broader cultural heritage impacting the foods and beverages that they consume. Now, kids 0 to 12 are children of predominantly millennials. And when compared to total adults, these parents also tend to have higher education and household income levels. They're more likely to reside in urban areas, and they're also more likely to identify as Hispanic. Yeah, and we see this growing cultural diversity and emphasis on cultural heritage play out in some key need states driving kid and teen eating occasions. In fact, connecting with one's family heritage or ethnicity is a more important food and beverage attribute for kids and teens when compared to adult eating occasions. And similarly, having authentic global flavors originating from regions such as the Mediterranean, Latin America, India, and Thailand is an important consideration on 51% of kid occasions, 42% of teen occasions, but only 33% of adult occasions. So having different flavors and textures are also more important on kid occasions and to a lesser degree teen occasions when compared to adults. Really interesting. Uh, our next macro driver here that we've seen shifting is what we do 
right? And that's also impacting how kids and teens are eating. And kids are learning from their parents how to manage eating around these hurried lives they have. You know, and they're also increasingly busy themselves, right? Dominated by school, after school activities, socializing, etc. Mm -hmm. And when we look at where kids eating occasions are taking place, we see that young kids are less likely to eat at home when compared to teens and adults. 71% of kids 0 to 12 occasions take place at home versus 78% of teens and adults. A greater share of their occasions are taking place at school, at a restaurant, or another away from home location. And kids and teens are also more likely than adults to participate in both morning and after afternoon snacking occasions. Now, overall, teens are eating the most times per day. Teens eat an average of 4.7 times per day versus 3.8 times for adults and 4.0 for young kids. And I'm sure many parents of teens can relate to this, you know, given some of these teens never ending appetites and their ability to clean out the fridge and pantry on any given occasion. Uh, but young kids, 0 to 12, have more food and beverage categories present on any given occasion when compared to adults, which likely reflects parents trying to create more well-rounded meals and snacks for their children. So in other words, making sure they have a fruit, a vegetable, whole grain, protein, and dairy uh, when possible. Mm -hmm. And restaurant sourcing, which includes takeout and delivery, is also key for families with hectic schedules. In fact, one third of both young kid and teen occasions are sourced from a restaurant versus 24% for adults. And leftovers are also a convenient way to get dinner on the table quickly for parents. 43% of kids zero to 12 occasions involve at least some leftovers versus 32% of teens and 27% of adult occasions. Now, when parents of young kids do choose to cook, there tends to be greater levels of preparation involved, whether that's using a recipe, any preparation method beyond just microwaving or actually kind of chopping or cutting produce or meat. But that doesn't necessarily mean everything's from scratch, right? You know, the need for products that offer culinary assistance is highest on young kid occasions when compared to both teen and adult occasions. Whereas teens are more likely to opt for those ready to eat food and beverages that don't involve any preparation. Exactly. And moving on to our next macro force, um, this one impacting kids, is how we live. So growing up in a world in which food retail is everywhere and boundaries between channels are blurred, kids are learning new ways to shop and source food from their parents. Young kids' occasions are more likely to be sourced from a variety of trip types and time frames. Their parents are making trips that range from quick last minute special trips to the store just to get a few things to larger pantry stocking trips that take place further in advance from the actual um, time of eating. 
And parents of young kids are also purchasing food and beverage from a broader range of sources beyond just traditional grocery. So we already talked about an increased reliance on restaurant sourcing, but in addition to this, they're also more likely to use online-only services, vending machines, and channels such as convenience, mass, natural specialty, and dollar or discount stores. So kids are learning that they're able to get what they want when they want it from a variety of sources. Now, both kids and teens are more likely than adults to have what we call immediate consumption occasions. So that's purchasing food and beverage within an hour of eating. Mm -hmm. And moving on to our last macro trend, which is what we value. Kids are learning their food values from their parents. They're adopting modern understandings of health and wellness and sustainability. They're appreciating the importance of fresh, less processed and responsibly sourced food. They're seeking personal, customized and global foods as well. And this isn't just a one way street from parents down to their kids. Older kids are bringing new values that they learn from places like school or friends or even online back to their parents. Absolutely. And we found that parents of younger children in particular tend to be more engaged in both health and wellness and sustainability when compared to total adults. Now, we've seen this in our syndicated research, and we also see this playing out in top needs as well as top foods and beverages consumed on kid versus teen versus adult occasions. So for kids zero to 12 occasions, the top important need state is having foods and beverages with real simple ingredients. Now this is followed by convenience, but also positive nutrition and better flavor. Top foods include fruit snacks, cheese, and eggs. And kids uh, are, interestingly, are more likely to have plant-based foods when compared to total adults. Uh, juice, milk, and water are top beverages. That's really interesting. And kind of shifting focus to teens, uh, teen occasions are most often about convenience, followed by flavor, real simple ingredients, and also a need for those iconic brands like Oreos or Cheetos or Pepsi. Top foods for teen occasions are bread, cheese, and eggs, with fruit falling a bit farther down on the list when compared to young kids. For teens, soda is among the top beverages consumed along with juice and water. And as children age, external influencers take on increasing influence through these teen years. Friends, teachers, coaches, social networks, media and ads, and shopping for themselves all impact teens' choices as they begin to experiment to find out what they like, what meets their needs, and what's socially in or out. Mm -hmm, definitely. And for adult occasions, uh, top ranking needs are more about convenience. Uh, it's also about fresh and less processed foods, better fla flavor, um, but we also see price coming in in those top need states. Top foods are bread, cheese, and meat cuts, and top beverages are water, coffee, and soda. So in other words, there is an overall greater focus on basic health and well-being on kid occasions when compared to teens and adults. Mm -hmm. And thinking about another uh, aspect of food culture and wellness today, sustainability. 
And sustainability also ranks higher for parents of young kids, specifically having something that has specific positive impacts for the environment or society is important on 58% of kids zero to 12 occasions versus 46% of teen occasions and 33% of adult occasions. So really, ultimately, parents want their children to develop healthy and balanced approaches to foods and beverages. However, at the same time, parents also find value in fun and pleasure and often make exceptions to the rules on a variety of special occasions, which includes dining out and, of course, offering treats as rewards. And brands and products that can align with parents' values around health and wellness and sustainable sourcing and packaging and the need for convenience, but also having those fun flavors that promote discovery and engaging formats are less likely to make parents feel like they're having to compromise when feeding their children. Definitely. And I think that is a great place for us to wrap up today. Now, at the Hartman Group, we are continuously staying up to date on consumer behavior and developments in the food industry. So please reach out to us if you would like to learn more about our Eating Occasions database. Uh, We are here to help you navigate any questions and challenges about what all of this means for your specific business. So thank you so much for joining me today, Danielle, and thank you all for listening. catch us again on the next episode of the insatiable appetite thank you